You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones with your noon news for Thursday, January 26th, 2023. Carroll Community School District Superintendent Dr. Casey Burlaw says he has concerns about the long-term sustainability of the school choice bill signed by the governor earlier this week, but notes there are some positives in the legislation for public schools as well. The Students First Act creates education savings accounts that provide funds equal to the state's cost per pupil for that budget year, which equals just under $7,600 in the program's first year. Once fully implemented, the Students First Act also adds funding to public school districts for students who live in the district but do not attend public school. Burlaw says that would be a significant new funding source for CCSD. In that case, then the public school would get around 1200 bucks a kid, which we don't currently get. So that would be a new funding stream that would come to the school. It does come to us in the form of categorical funds, which in Iowa and public schools, they can only be spent on certain things. The TSS, or Teacher Salary Supplement Fund, is included in those categorical funds. Staff salary and benefits comprise nearly 80% of a district's budget annually. Prior to the Students' First Act, public schools received no funding for resident children enrolled in private schools. Burlaw says his chief concern is how the bill will impact education funding years down the road. I think that's the big question mark that we all probably have is what's the future of this, what's the sustainability. It has been projected by the end of three years, has a 900 and some million dollar cost to it. So what's that look like going forward as that continues to grow? Because as we all know, that 7,500 bucks isn't going to stay 7,500 bucks. Just like our state aid per pupil funding isn't going to stay the same each year. The governor's current budget is two and a half percent and which doesn't stay up with the increases in terms of inflation and those kind of things. So those are questions that I have. And we've got some figures on what it's going to cost in those first three years. But what's that look like in year four or five? Burlaw says the bill will create an unusual situation in coming years for adjustments to state supplemental aid or SSA as public and private school stakeholders will likely advocate together for more significant increases. Up until this point, public schools have advocated and lobbied each year for additional state aid, which is the driver of our budget. I mean, that's how we can make decisions on programs and hiring bus drivers and teachers and, you know, that kind of thing. Now, going forward, that impacts all of us here in Carroll because that cost, that amount that is getting provided per pupil for the voucher is going to be tied to that supplemental state aid, too. Burlaw adds one thing that is staying the same is the fact that Carroll still has two excellent school systems for parents to choose from. Carroll's unique in that the community forever has had public school and uh, parochial school, and both are good options for families and, and meet needs in the area. So, you know, this issue impacts Carroll differently than it does a lot of rural areas. And we talked about some of the positives in terms of, yeah, there is going to be 1200 bucks per kid eventually that the community school district gets that they didn't get before. When you think about that on a larger scale across the state, there's a lot of places where this may not have a lot of impact on those school districts, but it's also another way to look at it is there's a lot of money flowing into certain pockets of the state that aren't going to a lot of other areas in the state. 
Governor Kim Reynolds and Republicans at the State House had attempted to pass school choice legislation in the previous two legislative sessions, and the third attempt passed quickly, just 15 days after the session's opening earlier this month. And infants will be competing for the title of fastest baby tomorrow night during the 2023 Kemper Night Crawl at halftime of the Kemper High School girls basketball game. The contest features babies under two years of age who are mobile and their parents. One parent will be with their child at the starting line and the other will be posted at the finish line coaxing their baby to cross. The fastest walker and crawler will each receive a $50 script card. The Kemper Knights host Lewis Central tomorrow night. The girls game tips off at 6 p.m. And we do need to step away here for just a moment, folks. We've got more news on the way coming up after this on KCIM. Is your dog getting into the trash when you aren't home? Stealing food when you're not looking? They may have garbage gut. If you're noticing decreased appetite, soft stools, and maybe vomiting in your furry loved one, schedule an appointment with Veterinary Associates of Manning. Toxicosis or garbage gut causes severe gastrointestinal discomfort that requires veterinary care and medication. If your dog is experiencing these symptoms, give them a call at 653-2607 to schedule an appointment. They can help. Veterinary Associates of Manning. The new year is all about a fresh start, and your home should be no different. Refresh your home at Janine's Hallmark. Does your home feel bare after taking down your holiday decorations? Whether you have neutral, simple rooms or layered textiles and unique art, Janine's has just the right accent pieces. And winter is a great time to incorporate candles and potpourri with vivid scents. Aromatherapy can provide stress relief and increase relaxation. Get it all today at Janine's Hallmark in the Westgate Mall, downtown Carroll. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cohens reporting. Highly pathogenic avian influenza has been confirmed in Iowa again after more than six weeks without a case. Yesterday, the Iowa Department of Agriculture and the USDA Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service announced bird flu was identified at a commercial turkey flock in Buena Vista County. The last confirmed case was found on December 12th at a commercial turkey facility in Ida County. Highly pathogenic avian influenza has challenged producers in Iowa and around the country for nearly a year. An estimated 58.16 million birds have been euthanized since the outbreak began in early 2022. Iowa remains the worst hit by HPAI with almost 16 million bird deaths. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says the recent HPAI detections in birds do not present a public health concern and it remains safe to consume poultry products. The 39th annual Friends of Kemper Ball theme was announced last night as a night in black and white. This year's ball is chaired by Dave and Carly Pedalty, Shane Vaughn and Sarah Zimmerman, Matt and Stacy Tanyas, and Jess and Stephanie Hausman. Vaughn explains how they landed on this year's theme. So this year to decide the Kemper Ball theme, we had a contest with all the students in the Kemper Catholic School System. Um, they were able to submit any ideas they had for the theme along with a graphic or a drawing to kind of simulate what they thought it would look like. There were a lot of really good options. We had a couple that we really liked, but in the end we decided on a night in black and white. The kind of theory behind that is that you know, we have a really classy and elegant look planned for it, and it's kind of a more old school theme to take us back to the roots a bit. The theme was submitted by students from the 6th grade class, Cassie Lorman, Alexa Shrek, Madeline Kirkhoff, and Ella Heidoff. The ball is scheduled for Saturday, April 29th at the Kipper Fieldhouse and includes all of its hallmarks, a catered meal, the Agon vehicle raffles, a live auction, and more. 
Pelty says they have something new planned for the ball this year. So in the past, we've actually had a lot of lead-up events to the ball itself. And this year, we're actually very excited to announce that we will have Dueling Pianos as the main event for the actual ball on April 29th at the Kemper Fieldhouse. Since 2020 and the onset of COVID, the Kemper Ball has been ticketless, and Hausman says that will continue in 2023. You can purchase your egg raffles and your car raffles through the volunteers that are here tonight. They're going to be reaching out to people and you can purchase it through that. That is your meal ticket. That is your banquet ticket. We are going paperless, ticketless this year. So you just show up, enjoy, have drinks. If you donate, great, and just have a good time. We just want to give back. So if somebody wants to come have a meal, perfect. But if you want to donate to the cause, even better. Again, the ball is scheduled for Saturday, April 29th at the Kipper Fieldhouse. Since 1985, the Kemper Ball has raised over $12 million for the parochial school to support tuition assistance, technology improvements, sal uh, teacher salary enhancements, curriculum development, and capital improvements. Ball donations, raffle tickets, and more information on the 39th annual Friends of Kemper Ball are available through Kemper's website at www.kemper.org, a link to which is in found included with this story online. And according to the Iowa Department of Agriculture and AAA Iowa, fuel prices continued to climb upward this week. As of Wednesday, January 25th, the price for a gallon of regular unleaded gasoline averaged $3.33 across the state, an 11-cent rise from last week and 18 cents higher than a year ago. The national average on Wednesday stood at $3.48 per gallon, 12 cents over the prior week. Iowa retail diesel was up $0.09 cents on the week to $4.30 per gallon compared to a year ago when prices were $3.48 per gallon. The national average for diesel on Wednesday was $4.66 per gallon, while wholesale ethanol was unchanged from $2.16. In heating fuels, propane prices held steady at $1.94 per gallon. Home heating oil prices were up $0.17 cents to $3.77 per gallon. And natural gas prices at the Henry Hub reporting site dipped $0.41 cents to $2.96 per MMBTU. And that is going to wrap up your KCIM Noon News for Thursday, January 26th, 2023. For these stories and many more, be sure to check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter, on the web at 1380kcim.com or through the Carol Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.